morning, everybody, and this is Morning Radio. I'm Marina Diachenko, and today we will talk about、mm, food. Do you have a favorite meal? Something that you're ready to eat nonstop? But have you ever thought how was it invented? I mean, really, how can you mix up ingredients and make something worldwide popular? Today we'll be looking at five famous foods and how they were invented. Let me guess. While you're listening to this podcast, are you probably crunching on, and munching on something? Am I right? And are they potato chips? But how has this popular snack been invented? Actually, it all started by accident. In 1853, a chef at a New York restaurant. Was offering a special of potato fries. People seemed to love them, but there was one customer who told the chef that they were too thick and too soggy. The chef got him another batch of fries, but this time much thinner. But the picky customer was not satisfied once again. The chef was determined to teach the customer a lesson, so he sliced the potatoes as thin as humanly possible. But apparently, he didn't get the reaction he was hoping for. No, no, no! The customer loved them. This paper, this paper thin chips were marked and sold everywhere. Yes, the ones you are eating right now. It makes you wonder what people ate with their burger that time. Can you imagine 1853? That's so long, and they were ready potato fries. That's unbelievable. Because this was during the era of slavery in the United States, the chef, as an African American man, was denied any credit for his invention. That is so mean, because he invented one of the world's most popular snacks, and he sure deserves all the credit. The next yummy stop is corn puffs. Or you might know them as cheese puffs. It is an unusual story that all started of animal feed factory in the 1930s. At the factory, corn kernels were grounded and flaked using large machines. One day, Edward Wilson noticed something strange: the corn powder waste blew up from the heat, turned into puffs. After a couple of experiments and adding spices and flavors, he was the person who created this yummy snack. Okay, I have a question for you. What do you eat on a hot day? That's right, popsicles. Thank you to the eleven-year-old boy who made sure the world to enjoy a hot summer day. Young Frank Epperson from San Francisco was on his front step drinking a homemade soda drink. He accidentally left the drink outside with a stirring stick st- stick still in it. The next day, Frank found his drink frozen solid. Oh, by the way, it was winter. That's why it froze. He licked it, and the light went on in his head. It wasn't until 17 years later. That he reserved his served his frozen lollipops to the public. He sold them at a Californian amusement park. The popularity was growing, 
and he called them Apsicles. But his kids, who apparently were not happy with the name, have come up with the name Popsicles. It's red and pricey. It's a delicacy. It's the creme de la creme of seafood. Lobsters. Apparently, lobsters were once thought as the food for poor. Can you believe it? What? It's crazy! In the early 16th century, as the first pilgrims began to settle in bay areas, you don't have to understand what is a pilgrim, I don't either. But the main thing is, but, but the oceans were overflowing with lobsters. Of course, the sailors eat them up. Till, of course, after eating something three times a day, they got sick of them, eventually calling them lobsters, cockroaches of the sea. After that, lobsters were used as fertilizers, fish bait, and even prison food to torture the prisoners. So after all these, how did lobsters become a delicacy? In the 1800s, canned food became a thing, as did the trains. Lobsters were canned and shipped to Middle America. At the same time, Americans started traveling to New England. By the 1880s, prices began to grow. And by World War II, lobsters became the pricey specialty. Okay, it's sushi time! Can you believe it? Up until 1995, raw salmon was not consumed in Japan. This was one of the biggest reasons. Pacific salmon has parasites. Ugh! So, no salmon sushi, no sashimi, no spicy salmon. Nothing. But of course, everything changed. Thank you to Bjorn Eric Kosten. Yes, my, my name is Bjorn Eric Kosten. Norway had a problem. They had a lot of salmon, but too small market. They decided that Japan, a country that loves raw fish so much, it is willing to pay five times the price for sushi grade. So Norway formed a committee and hired Biron. From 1986 to 1991, I worked for Project Japan. Their job was to convince Japanese that Atlantic salmon was safe to eat raw. And this was hard. For example, if some guy from Norway came here and said, eat pork meat raw, it's safe and it's tasty, we would be like, you're crazy. Bjorn and his team got to work. They made salmon rolls and served them to businessmen in Japan. But they did not like. For a long time. Actually, 10 years to okay, uh, get the proper breakthrough in the market. So here it is. So salmon sushi did not exist before 1995. Can you believe it? Bjorn. On behalf of all people who love sushi, we thank you. And thank you for listening and have a wonderful day. Do you have a fascinating story or maybe an idea topic you'd like me to talk about in this morning radio? Write me an email. Link in the description. Follow this podcast on all podcast applications, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Play, to not miss out on new special things. Morning Radio's Instagram is easy to find. Just type morning.radio. 
and I will see you next time. Bye-bye!